You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am talking with Coach Mac all about habits and using habits to stay healthy while we're juggling it all because really when it comes down to it, if you're not healthy, how are you going to be able to show up, number one, as a mom, number two, for your family, number three, for your business? So such an important conversation we're going to have. You are going to love what she has to say. So with that being said, Coach Mac, welcome into the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for our chat today and could not agree more with what you just said about having our health. We need it. So yeah, excited for this. Yes. And as moms, we typically push it to the side, like, oh, one day, one day when I have time, then I'll start exercising one day when the the kids lives slow down, then I'll make those healthy meals, all of the things. So this is going to be amazing. So tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. Yes. Thank you. So yeah, I actually used to be a collegiate strength and conditioning coach. So I was helping athletes get and stay in their tip top shape and getting, you know, 0.1% better to jump a little higher, be a little faster. And while it was so much fun, I loved the atmosphere, the energy, all of that. I actually selfishly found that I got more fulfillment, just helping. I worked with mostly female athletes. So helping them see essentially the power and the strength that comes with being a female. And I turned that into my health coaching business now where I help women, everyday women and moms and business owners show up more fully for life via fitness and taking care of themselves and being healthy. Because like you mentioned, if we don't have our health, it it makes it really difficult to do all those other things that we really want to do and do well. So I've found, again, it's, it's selfish that I prefer doing this, but, um, and then I actually, I wish that my mom had someone like me when I was little. Um, I'm not a mom, full disclosure, I'm a dog mom, but (laughs) so I very much wish that my mom had someone like me in her ear saying, you can take care of yourself and do all these other things. There is a different way. You don't have to sacrifice. Uh, And so I get to be that reminder to my clients of like, your kids are watching. They are watching what you do. They're learning by your example. So I think that draws a lot of moms to me with kind of my style and my coaching and just Honestly, I like to make it fun and easy because otherwise it sucks. (laughs) Exactly. Because at some point, the motivation is going to fade. The stress, the overwhelm, the fatigue, you know, a lot of times we just push it aside like, okay, one day, one day I'll do this. But no, today is the day. And part of the way we can do that is through habits. So where do you recommend we even start to develop these good habits? 
Yes. Oh my gosh. If I had a penny, you know, I like one <laughs> right? of those type of sayings is where to start. And I say this to my clients and it, it's probably a point of frustration now that they're like, Coach Mac, I get it. But so where I tell my clients is to just start. It doesn't actually matter what you start with or how much, you know, if you're, if you want to start with uh, an hour long walk a day or a hit workout or lifting weights or taking vitamins or this or that or whatever, the biggest step that you can do for yourself is to actually just start with one thing, pick one thing and just get started. And people are like, yeah, coach Mac, I just said where to start. And you said to start. And I understand that. But what we do is we get so caught up in researching. What do I need to do? What do I need to eat? How do I need to you know, do this? What vitamins should I take? What workouts should I do? All this stuff. And we research and learn and do all this stuff. And we never actually start doing the thing. So my biggest piece of advice is to just pick one thing. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong, but starting is the actual thing is just doing the smallest step that you can do. So I know that that's not the answer that most people probably want, but man, just do something, anything, and it counts. <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot agree more because it's the same thing in business. It's just pick one thing. You have to start. And I feel like we're living in such an era of information overload that we're consuming, 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 consuming. And pretty soon you start to get conflicting information like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to eat this. No, I'm supposed to eat that. I don't know. What do I eat? Like, one day, this is going to be like the cure for every single ailment. The next day, it's going to give you cancer. Like there's, yes. there's so much information out there that I love that advice of just pick one thing and do it. Because yes. really, when you start to take action, that's what creates momentum. That's when you start to habit stack and make those lasting, sustainable changes. Yes. And I man, I love that you just mentioned habit stack. Like you're my girl. We are vibing on yes. this habit thing <laughs> because in terms of the you know logistics and the, the nitty gritty of, okay, I'm ready to start, but you know, give me, give me something. A habit stack is where I start people because it's the easiest way to form a habit. So I'm sure your people know, you know, stacking one habit on top of another, and it, it literally can be something so simple. One, an example I like to use a lot is take your vitamins with your morning coffee, you know, put your vitamins right next to the coffee machine, put a little post. If you're a little bit OCD, like I am, I don't like the vitamins on the counter by the So you can put a little post it there until you get into the habit of taking them. But once the habit, the habit is established, oh my gosh, it just makes things so much easier because I mean, as, as a business owner, as a mom, I mean, just as a person, so much of our life is on autopilot anyways. If we can leverage that autopilot feeling that to actually work in our favor and get us healthy so we don't have to stress about it, don't have to give our mental energy to it because we, we're giving it to everyone and everything else, just let your habits work for you instead of against you. And it's a game changer. Oh, I love that. Leveraging autopilot. Because yes. when you really dive into how our mind works, how the brain works, you can really use that autopilot mode for good by just not overcomplicating things. And I, I am a recovering overcomplicator. You know, I think so many <laughs> times we think that things have to be this complex, big monumental shift, but just starting, start simple. You know, when you're deciding, okay, you know what, I'm going to take control of my health. Do not try and do 50,000 things at once. I mean, have you seen like the kind of self-sabotage you know, people set themselves up for that when they're like, okay, I'm going to do like all or nothing. 
Yes. Yes. All or nothing is the bane of my coaching existence (laughs) (laughs) because that's what we've been sold. You know, that's new year's resolutions, new workout programs. It's like, oh, you go, you know, zero to a hundred overnight, you change your lifestyle, you really commit, or you're not in it. You know, if if you're not fully in it, I don't believe that you really want to get healthy. And there's like all this just marketing out there. And it's so gross because we don't work that way. You know, I'm guilty of it too. When I wanted to come up with this beautiful curated morning routine that was going to set me up for like this amazing day. And it was going to just, you know, have all this like creative stuff flowing out of me for my business and be the best coach and best person and best thing I could be. And I like wrote it down and I tried it and I'm like, this is terrible. This is not what I like to do with my mornings. And so it took obviously some, some overhaul and some tweaking here and there, but I finally have a morning routine that I am really in love with. But if you listen to other health people or business people, whatever, they th- they would look at my morning routine and be like, you're crazy. What are you doing? I'm like, this is what works for me. So yeah, the all or nothing approach. I mean, if we can instead just retrain our brains instead of going from zero to a hundred and, you know, like balls to the wall all out, if we can go from zero to one and one to two and two to three, we still get there, but it's more fun. It's more sustainable. It's easier. It's just, oh, I hate the all or nothing. <laughs> yes, but I love what you just said. It's more sustainable because that's yeah. what we need. We need consistent, sustainable strategies that will work for us instead of against us. And it really, that right there, that gets us out of our own heads and that creates the lasting changes. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And something else too, you mentioned is the morning routine, you know, (laughs) and I know this is such like a, a topic we could dive so deeply (laughs) into because, you know, as a mom, for me, it's evolved. My morning routine changes depending on the season that we're in. You know, when my kids were infants, my morning routine looked a whole lot different than it does now that my kids are both in school. So I love how you said finding what works for you. You know, what what advice can you give our listeners that's like, okay, you know, I know I need some sort of a morning routine, but it seems overwhelming. Like if I'm supposed to get up and journal and meditate and pray and do breath work and then exercise. And, you know, by that, by the time you fit everything in, you have to be getting up at three in the morning. So it's (laughs) like, how can women develop a routine that works for them? What advice can you give us for that? My advice would be to, again, start smaller and pick one thing. So just like I tried to go all in on this perfect morning routine, had I started with one thing, it's okay. What do I think is the one thing that will be the most impactful thing that I can put into my morning routine that will make you know the biggest difference? And let's try it. And I might try it at the very beginning of my morning routine. I might try it in the middle or at the end, like fit it in where it seems like it will work best for you and give it say at least two weeks, maybe even up to a month to really figure out, does this work? Do I like it? Because we often forget to ask ourselves, is this even, do I want to do this anymore? Because it might be something that you heard on a podcast and you're like, oh, I should do that. And then you try it and you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't like this at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We've all done that. Every single one of us. Yes. And so just figure out, do I like it? Does it fit? Does it work for me? If it does great, keep it in there. If it doesn't try the next thing, you know, it's kind of like I was going back to new year's resolutions It's and it's all or nothing. And we try to do all the stuff all at once. Imagine if you just tried one thing per month, 
by the end of the year, you've tried 12 different things. Maybe some stuck, maybe some didn't, but you figured out really what worked best for you versus trying to do everything all at once, like throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. And it just, it's really not an enjoyable process. Whereas if you try these, you know, one thing at a time, small changes, you actually do learn to enjoy the process and you get the benefit of learning yourself more because then it's easier to find like, oh, I already know that's not going to work for me. I've tried something like that. I didn't like it. So it's a time saver. The more you get to know yourself, then it helps you down the road as well. Yes. Knowing and learning yourself and what works for you. That is so key. And I love how you've made this so simple. You know, let's just pick one thing and give it a fair shot. You know, so many times we try things maybe once, twice, three times. Give it at least two weeks to a month, like you said, and see, is it working for you? And if not, that's okay. When you have that self-awareness to know like, you know what, this just isn't my thing. That's okay. Bless and release. Like, all right, I tried the thing, (laughs) but hey, at least you tried it because maybe it will make a difference. But when you really do, like you said, zooming out and trying one new thing a month, that's 12 things a year. That's huge. When you change that, that mindset to, oh my gosh, that was 12 new things. That's incredible. And that's just like the habits too. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just experienced this. So I did this whole uh, series on optimizing our circadian rhythms, kind of nerdy stuff, but inside of my membership. And so in that experiment, I wanted to see if I could become a morning worker outer because I would love to work out in the mornings and just have it done, check it off my box, you know, all that stuff. And I hated it. I, as much as I want to me as a health coach being like, yeah, you know, work out, do this, do that. You know, I cannot get myself to be a morning worker outer because right now working from home, it serves as my commute after work. It's like my separator between work and not work. And so when I moved my workout to the morning, I did not like it. I was not awake yet. I didn't have the energy for it. I didn't feel like my workouts were as good. And then in the afternoon, I, I just kept working because I didn't have I need to go work out now. So that it was even myself, I'm constantly iterating through what routines, what habits do work and don't work. And can I change them to make my days better? And even I have to say, yeah, not for me <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay. So yeah, not everything is going to work for you just like it does for other people. Yes. Yes. So true. And I'm just the opposite. Like I, if I don't do it first thing in the morning, it's not going to get done. I'm going to find like 20 (laughs) other things that have to happen and I'll just fill up the time. So yes, knowing what works for you and just trying different things. Like you tried it and it Mm -hmm. reaffirmed like, nope, this does not work for me. And that's okay. Because really like we're constantly comparing ourselves to everybody else. There's no, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to anyone else other than yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. We forget that. We forget that a lot. Now, yeah. something else I want to dive into that I think is super important is decision fatigue. And habits can really, really help with decision fatigue because when you're doing all the things, holy cow, it can be a lot. <laughs> so can. what are your <laughs> thoughts and feelings around how habits help with decision fatigue? So habits are, again, as I'm sure you know, and your people know, they're brain hack. It's something that our brain actually loves to do. You know, if we had to think every time about getting in your car to go drive and we had to think about, okay, do I 
put my seatbelt on and then do I start the car or like, do I put my purse in the passenger seat and then do all that? Like if we had to think through every single one of those decisions every single day, it would be paralyzing. And so our, our brain naturally loves to have habits work in our favor. And so we can use them to remove the decision fatigue around, am I going to work out? When am I going to work out? What workout am I going to do? What am I going to eat? Where am I, you know, do I have to make food? Like all this stuff, that's the healthy stuff we want to be doing. If we can make habits, set all of that up in advance. Oh my gosh. You think so much less about getting healthy and you can just live your life. And it's fantastic. Like I read once and I don't even know if it's like a real study or just put out there, but we have over 200 food thoughts per day. And I was like, that is exhausting. Should I eat this? Can I have this? Is it too many calories? You know what this, that, the, all all the things. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I just want to sit down when it's time to eat and enjoy my food. And so I actually, I, and I recommend doing all my clients doing this too, is planning your food each day. And as people initially think it sounds really restrictive, but it takes me less than a minute in the morning and I figure out, okay, I'm going to eat this and I'm going to eat this, you know, do I have to make it? I like, I know all of this within a minute of starting, you know, I do it during my coffee and then the whole rest of the day, I don't have to think about food anymore. I just get to show up and eat it. So it is amazing how much less brain power I have to give to food because of this one habit. It's Yes, yes, it really is. And, you know, they've shown that our ability to make decisions declines throughout the day. So, I mean, if you're having to worry constantly about, okay, wait, what now? What are the kids going to have for a snack when they get home? What are we going to have for dinner? What am I going to make, you know, tomorrow? Oh, wait, there's a potluck tomorrow. I have to bring something into it. So all of these things, they really take away from our ability to make good decisions in other areas of life. So something as simple as taking a minute to plan out your food for the day. Yes, that can completely be a game changer. Yeah. And I got one of my clients, she was like, but I really like the spontaneity of just deciding what I'm going to eat. I was like, decide in the morning, you're going to eat cheesecake. Like, that's okay. Eat the cheesecake. You know, it doesn't matter, but she, you know, it's just the, the mental willpower that we have to devote to food or working out or whatever the thing is that we know is good for us. It takes away then from the willpower that you have to give to your business, to your family, to your kids, to all of those other things. And so again, habits are like the gateway drug into saving brain power. (laughs) Yes, yes, they are. So what tactics have you found to really make habits stick in your life? The number one, I guess there's two, because the number one thing in me, my business, my coaching all is to make it fun. Because again, if it's not fun, you're not going to want to show up and do it. You know, if it's a workout that you hate doing or an activity that you hate, like Figure out something that you actually enjoy doing. I start all my clients, I start with fitness because I find it's the easiest, easiest place to start. Um, But so I'm like, find something you like. And, you know, there is something that everybody likes. I am convinced. So that's number one is to make it fun. And then I guess the, the more real answer to your question is to start smaller than you think. And by that, you know, this is kind of stolen from James Clear's two minute rule where he says, you know, anytime you want to start a new habit, it should take two minutes or less because you need to establish the habit in order to improve the habit. And I am totally on board with this because I found that it is very, very true, especially with busy mom entrepreneur types where we're, you know, we're overachievers. We want to do all the thing and we want to do them all perfectly. Well, so if you can get it to where it takes just a handful of minutes that it's so silly not to do it, you're going to do it. You're like, 
your rational brain won't let you not do it. And, and you can build on it from there. But I'll tell you the biggest block to this strategy is thinking it's not going to matter. Five minute, a walk for just five minutes, it's not going to matter. Like what difference does it make? But if you can get over that and actually establish the habit, that five minute walk eventually turns into a six and then a seven, maybe even a 10 minute walk. And it adds up throughout the course of your days and weeks, and it can make all the difference in the world. Oh my gosh, pure gold. And I love the, the topic that you brought up about making it fun. Because mm-hmm. we forget to have fun in life. We get so sucked into the hustle and bustle and grind. And then you wake up one day and you go, what the heck just happened? Like, I mean, <laughs> here we are in the year is a quarter over already. Like this yeah. is absolutely insane how fast time flies. So yes, have fun. And when something's fun, you will stick with it more because exercise, especially that doesn't have to look the same for everybody. If you enjoy walking, walk for exercise. If going to a gym is not your thing, if you don't enjoy doing it, you're not going to stick with it. It's going to feel like a chore. There's going to be so much resistance around that, that that's going to be even harder of a habit to establish. So make it fun and enjoy life. Yes. Yeah. Like I have one of my members, she dance cardio is her jam. And anytime there's a dance cardio workout, she is all about it, sharing all that. And I'm like, yes, girl. And so even, you know, I do a couple cardio choice days a week and I'm like, if you want to just go seek out dance cardio, you can share them in the group, like all this, because she freaking loves it. I'm like, do dance cardio every single day of the week. If you want, because it counts, it's going to add up. You're going to get your results. You just have to stay consistent with it. And once you become consistent, it's like momentum and the habitual nature of it just takes over. You don't have to convince yourself anymore. You don't have to motivate yourself anymore. It's just something you do now. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so good. This was an incredible conversation. So many gems of wisdom, golden nuggets, all of the things. Coach Mac, where can we find you and get into your world? Oh, I would so love it. So my business name is actually called running with bacon. So I mentioned keeping it fun. (laughs) So you can find my website is runningwithbacon.com. I'm at Instagram. I have a YouTube channel. And then um, I also have for your listeners, I have a free four week workout plan if they want to get started. So I try to make it as easy as possible. You just have to show up and press play. I will even check in with you each week to see what you need, how I can support you, all of that. So uh, you can find that at runningwithbacon.com slash free plan. Oh my gosh. Amazing. And we will link all of that up in the show notes for you. All right, Mackenzie, thank you so much for sharing your value with us today. We do appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. It's been a blast. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 